this episode of NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in Daily Fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at $1 million top prize. You hear that? $1 million top prize and $3 million in total prizes. Don't miss the extra special week one bonus. Enter code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Finally, don't forget to sign up for our free roll football contest where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. Hello and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. I am also the editor at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Make sure to go there for all your sports gambling needs. We have so much fantasy football content right now, pickums. You can always go and see Zach and I's most updated NBA picks against the spread. And uh, since I just said his name, I guess I'll officially bring him in. Welcome, my co-host, Zach Broner. How's it going, my man? It's going good. Um, Another day, another dawn. And uh, yeah, definitely... Shout out to uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. A lot of good fantasy football stuff, like you said. And um, also, finally, you know, for the OG SGP, you know, flagship podcast listeners, we got the first, you got week one DFS picks podcast out today. So check that out. I remember that's how I kind of first got started with Sports Gambling Podcast, actually, was listening to their DFS pods on, you know, Wednesday and their picks pod on Thursday. Yeah, and as and if as Sean will uh, tell any as Sean Green, uh, co-host of the flagship show, will gladly tell anybody he won two hundred thousand dollars on a million on a DraftKings uh, millionaire maker. So uh, they know their shit over there. So if you're into DFS football, make sure to listen to Sports Gambling Podcast. Um, yeah, man, uh, real exciting to talk about. Uh, last night's games a little bit and uh, what we are going to do going forward. Um, First, we're going to recap the Lakers Rockets and then go ahead and preview tomorrow's game and give a pick. So uh, I'll let you get started. What did you see last night? Yeah, I thought this was really a missed opportunity for the Rockets last night. Um, 
I mean, we continue to be saying, I said this about the Nuggets and, and Rockets game two, and now Rockets game three again, you know, these underdogs that that come close to winning really going to rue these losses where they give them the fourth quarter. You know, it's a tie game going into the fourth quarter. Rockets end up losing by 10. Um, you know, I would say I walked away from this game thinking that this was kind of a, you know, Lakers shooting luck, aberrational Rondo performance, which which it was. But, you know, the Lakers no, only man, made 10 threes in this game. And, it's and playoff the, and Rondo. Made 12. Um, so, you know, and, and the Lakers turned the ball over four more times. So I, I don't think there's any sort of regressional thing to say about this game. I thought the Lakers, you know, looked like the, looked like the better team tonight, especially down the stretch where James Harden disappeared again in the fourth quarter. Two words for you. Playoff Rondo. That's all you need. <laughs> He's he's swung the game, my man. Like they they left him out on the perimeter, and suddenly he's like knocking down three pointers. He's he's bugging James Harden uh, with the man to man defense. Uh, does I mean does playoff Rondo swing this? I know it's crazy to say, but does he swing this series? He I mean he swung it so far. I mean he definitely was a big fat. He was a he was a sneaky big factor in game two, and then he was just straight up yeah. a big factor in this game, and obviously. Yeah. 21 points, nine assists, eight of 11 from the floor. He was, he was plus seven in 30 minutes. And, and we've been saying, you know, we were lamenting Avery Bradley yesterday and it's been a long running storyline that the Lakers could really use one more solid backcourt piece. You know, we thought it was going to be Deion Waiters or J.R. Smith emerging, um, but definitely Rondo looking like he'll be in that role for the foreseeable future. He's earned it with by far their best bench performance of the playoffs um, I thought Alex Caruso also continues to play well off the bench yeah. for them. So they're, they're getting more contributions across the board. You know, Danny Green, again, one of five. KCP, two of eight. So they continue to struggle. But, you know, just a, also just a really great LeBron performance. He was great on both ends. And, and AD continues to to be a, a phenomenal number two to LeBron. Yeah, how about those four blocks from LeBron? I mean, he was just all over the place. Loved the chase bound block from behind. Um, yeah, I mean... His defense doesn't get talked about enough. He's t- he's truly turning it up to top-notch LeBron James right now, and uh, I think the Rockets are in trouble. I, I mean, they the Lakers are playing a small—they're going smaller against them. JaVale McGee only played six minutes last night, and uh, Anthony Davis is able to play the five against them, and they just don't have an answer for it, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I think I think PJ PJ's done a good job on AD when when he's had him, um, but but because of how willing to switch they are, I mean, how many times did Anthony Davis have you know a Jeff Green or a Russell Westbrook on him in the post last night? I mean, he was nine of thirteen, so he he was kind of all you can eat in the post. Um, look, I, I think I think PJ between PJ James Harden, Rocco, and Eric Gordon, I thought all those guys were good again tonight, uh, notwithstanding the fourth quarter, but. You know, I I don't take away that that the Rockets are done here. I think, you know, they they this, they definitely were they were covering the spread for what ninety percent of this game. Um, yeah. They were right there. You know, obviously it's it's a ten point win, but if you watch that game, you know, I, I don't know if that was, that was really a ten point uh, true victory. No, nah, I mean that being it was, said, it was ahead. real close to the spread with like thirty seconds left. But it you know the fouling and the free throw shooting, it got exactly. to the ten. Yeah. So, and I, I think what's really interesting about this series is that each game that the line, the pregame line, has gotten progressively shorter. Even though the Rockets only won that game one, that we were down to four and a half last night after after game one had opened at seven. Um, 
what are you what are you thinking for this uh, pivotal game four for the Rockets? They they probably need a win here to save their season. I think if they go down three one, this is over. Yeah, well, I want to give you credit real fast because you did say something that I didn't comment on. It was an aberrant. It was there was a big part of the Lakers three point success that might be an aberration that caused. Uh, Davis to be able to feast down in the floor because the Rockets weren't able to just gum up the 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 paint like they have been when they've looked the best against him is when they're not afraid of their three point shooters they gum up down low and then Anthony Davis can't seem to do much um, so you're right they are gonna have to keep hitting threes that said I feel like maybe it's not playoff Rondo that's hitting the threes but I do think. You know, a guy like Danny Green could finally get hot. A guy like Alex Caruso could get hot from three. So KCP, they have enough guys who have the ability to get hot that that is why I, I, I'll agree with you. I don't think that the Rockets are 100% done, but I'm 90% calling it for the Lakers. Yeah, well, that that's a good point um, because and, – and that honestly centers in on LeBron even more because – LeBron last night was absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, thirty six, seven and five with the blocks, um, and and he didn't even. And, you know, Danny Green played badly. KCP played badly. Mark Markeith Morris was one of six. I mean, you got the Rondo and the Kuzma, but you know, LeBron. If if LeBron's going this hard and their role players pop, like you said, you know, the Rockets mm-hmm. are done. So yeah. so they have the kind of they have the kind of LeBron floor where if he plays this hard they're going to be in the game regardless and they have the other floor of you know LeBron's in that passive game one mode but if their role players are hitting shots they're still a really good team if, if they get both on the same night you know the Rockets are going to be mm-hmm. in trouble but it, they haven't yeah. really gotten that yet in this series or even in this playoffs and that's kind of what we're waiting for to see how good this team really is yeah you're right and uh, I gotta say you know. Uh, for all the shit that James Harden has taken, he looked good last night. Um, you know, he played 38 minutes, had 33 points, uh, was just all over the floor, had nine assists, nine rebounds, you know, close to a triple-double. And uh, Russ finally looked not horrible. I mean, I'm looking at his points right now. He had 30 points. It didn't feel like he had 30 points to me, did it to you? He was great in the first half, I thought, and I think he he did most of his damage in the first half. Um, yeah, but he was pretty bad down the stretch. I mean, only three turnovers. That seems like it's low. I felt like he had about fifteen turnovers. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, look, I, I think the the problem is for the Rockets is that it's on James Harden to right the ship. I mean, he he was letting Russ Russ attack in the fourth quarter. He he was he was kind of passive, standing at the top of the mm-hmm. key. I mean. He was getting denied, yeah, by Alex Caruso. I mean, you got to beat that. You got to beat that denial, James Harden. You got to cut hard to the ball. Get it. I mean, look, if 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 we're gonna blame Russell Westbrook, we're just as much blaming James Harden for allowing the ball to, to be in in his hands, uh, especially right. in the situations he had it last night. So, you're right. Uh, definitely, that's got to be an adjustment for the Rockets. You're right. Okay, so let's go ahead and pick tomorrow's game because tomorrow is it's only. Can you believe it? We're gonna have one game tomorrow. Yeah, we only um, have one Thursday. game tomorrow. We, we have the other uh, series closed up. We'll talk about that after this. Yeah. So um, right now I am seeing a line tomorrow of Lakers minus five. Um, and uh, what is the total on that? We have 220.5. 220.5, which is exactly what it was last night as well i think i think that it's been the same the last uh this will be the third night it's been the same 220.5 um i like the over 
on the total. I, I, I have a feeling that um, I feel like both teams are going to be just like running their balls off trying to score. Uh, it's not because it's not totally a must win game for the Rockets. I guess it kind of is, but kinda uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, maybe there's not quite as much uh, James Harden pr- pressure on him. Maybe he plays a little looser. Maybe he does take the ball more in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's a lot of maybes, uh, but I'm still going to go ahead and go over of the total. And, man, I think that the Lakers are going to win this straight up. But right now I'll go ahead and take the points just because I did like how well the Rockets played overall last night. And they they did keep it real close. Yeah, I, th- I think you got to take the points here. I mean, this has been a, this has been a really tight series across three games, uh, you know, I think all three games you would put in the camp of they went into the fourth quarter legitimately 50-50 game where either team could uh, pull it out. So definitely want to take five points on that. Just one note on the total. I think last couple games have backed this up, not looking at the box score for game two or game one, pardon me. But game, you know, last night in the first half, Houston 64, uh, Los Angeles 61. And then in the second half, you know, Houston only scored 38 points in the second half last night. They really tightened up. Uh, Lakers only scored 51 as well. So both teams dramatically dropped off in the second half offensively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought both teams picked it up defensively as well. And the intensity, you know, the, both these teams were defending like absolutely crazy. That, that was fun to watch. Um, but may, maybe you look at the first half of the first quarter over if you like it over um, just mm, because of call. how the game flow has gone. Um, and, and, you know, shout out to the NBA Slack. We've been on Rockets first quarter team total over. It feels like every game they continue yeah. to really – you know, show up offensively in the first quarter. So definitely think the scoring has tended earlier in this game. If you want to factor that in for your betting angles at the total, I like the Rockets plus five. Um, and I, I think I like Rockets plus 180 on the money line. I think they, I think they're going to steal one more game in this series at least. So I'll take Ooh, them here. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line there. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. We are taking a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsor and we'll be right back mybookie.ag they really take care of their customers i love them for doing this this is great mybookie is offering customers the chance to grab a plus 54 spread on the favored kansas city chiefs against the houston rockets this week football is back the max bet on this promotion is 50 dollars, but this offer is essentially a lock of a lifetime and thus free money for all of you. So only uh, only six teams have lost by more than 54 points in NFL history. So you're definitely going to win this bet. Make sure to also sign up for MyBookie's Super Contest. Uh, no need for a proxy going to Vegas. Submit five picks against the spread each week. First prize gets a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, rejoice! It is it is football season. I know this is an NBA podcast, but we love football too. Make sure to go to mybookie.ag, use promo code SGP, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play money. My, my favorite thing is the live betting on MyBookie. It, it's, it's quick. It's easy. It gets me more locked in on the game. If I see a game 
flipping momentum. I like to get in on that live bet and put a, you know, put $10, $20 on it, maybe a lot more sometimes. But they got the live betting, they got championship futures. Every play you want to make is on mybookie.ag. So it's simple make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code SGP and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at mybookie. All right. We. You know, it's so sad to say goodbye, but we have to say goodbye to this Milwaukee Bucks team because the Miami <laughs> Heat put him away last night. Jimmy, playoff Jimmy Butler, just deadly. Tyler Hero, man, who knew? I mean, that guy is really does, is not playing like a rookie. This Miami Heat team is dangerous. I got to cash my uh, plus 345 uh ticket on that series that felt good i know our boy uh munaf had that as well he had a, he he got even better odds from his crazy local book um i don't know where do you want to start with uh milwaukee and then we can get into what to expect from the heat in the eastern conference finals yeah i mean look i, I actually thought this was this was somewhat of a valiant effort for the bucks here i definitely i think they laid it all out there so so shout out to them in, the, in this game in this game five. First of all, I mean that was a tough situation without Giannis. I thought overall they played pretty well. I mean Middleton went eight of twenty five here. If he hits a few more of those tough mid rangers, we're probably talking about a game six here. So it's not like they went away quietly. Uh, but yeah, just a super super disappointing playoffs for this Bucks team. Um, and to me, there's really no excuse. I, I personally have lost a lot of faith in Giannis. Um, I I really just I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because that's that's the rational thing to do with how good he's been in the regular season. But I don't really see what he does for you in a playoff series other than you know be the outstanding yeah. defender he is. I I honestly really struggle to like you know prescript what Giannis is going to do better in the future. He's so soft and he he's mentally so weak. He, you can bait him into taking a three pointer even though he's one of the worst shooters in the NBA. Um, and just had no answer for the mental toughness of the Heat. You know, completely shied away from guarding Jimmy Butler. Um, just shied away from the smoke in this series in general. And look, you were the one seed. I mean, there, there's no excuse for for, go, for losing 3-0 with healthy Giannis. Um, and and they, look, I thought they were a better team without Giannis in this series. I, I don't really see, you know, it, it, it's tough to say. But if you look at the product they put on the floor, they were right there in this game. And, and, you know, they were an insane Tyler Hero performance away from chipping away at that lead in the fourth quarter. And then they obviously got the win the game before without him. Um, I, I lost a lot of faith in Giannis. And look, I, going forward, I'm no longer going to be sucked into when we talk about who the best players in the NBA are. I mean, we got to remember this. I, I don't see how you can watch these playoffs and say Giannis is better than Luka or Giannis is better than Kawhi or Giannis is better than LeBron or, or even Harden. I mean, he's better or guys than like them. Dane Lillard. He's better than them in the regular season, but he's better than in the regular season. But I'm saying, you know, I, I'm not going to forget this. I mean, I, I, I don't. There's nothing Giannis can do in the regular season anymore to write the to write the ship on his career legacy. I mean, he needs to get right in the playoffs. And in terms of that, I mean, like I, I would almost rather like I, I hate to bring the Suns into this. I would I would rather have Devin Booker in a playoff series than Giannis right now. Just because of his ability wow. to create offense in the Talk half court. Talk about a and hot I, I, take. That's a hot take, but I'll say that. All right. 
Zach, putting it all out there for our listeners. <laughs> I'm, on right I'm, have, I'm on one right now. I'm on one right now. I'd rather have Devin Booker over Giannis in a playoff series. Um, I'm not going to go that far as much as I love Devin Booker. Uh, I will say, before we totally throw dirt on Giannis's career here, uh, I, I think that this Bucks team has only been good for two seasons. Before They haven't been good in so long. And... This is a this is Coach Bud's second season as well. I and they've been a a fucking great regular season team both of those years, and they've yeah they've flamed out in the playoffs. But I'm I don't think I'd be ready to. <laughs> I, I'm not ready to totally pass judgment on Giannis yet. I think that he needs some different players around him. I think they made a big mistake signing Bledsoe over Malcolm Brogdon. I think Malcolm Brogdon is a better fit with him. Uh, Bledsoe, I mean, can you name one fun moment from the playoffs of him? So, I don't know. I, I'm i not going to say that I'm not, you know, I'm not a Giannis apologist, but I'm just kind of taking the other side here because you're so all in on on, on burning him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely got on one there, but um, I just thought it was a super dis- – it was just kind of a lame exit. I mean, they really didn't even put up a fight in this series until until he was off until he was off the floor. Um, but, look, I mean, they have, they have to make a move this offseason, obviously. I mean, if they want to keep Giannis, they have to change it up. I mean, like you said, but you mentioned this before the pod, they don't have much young, exciting talent that they could use as trade bait. I mean, maybe you could throw you could throw DiVincenzo out there with a pick. I don't know what that would get you, but um, are they going to be in on the Chris Paul sweepstakes? Is it Drew Holiday? What are the, what are the names out there that they should be looking at uh, to potentially make one more run with Giannis? Because while he said he won't be requesting a trade, I, if I were him, I would not lock myself into Milwaukee long term until they prove something to him about the type of team they can build. Yeah, I'm not sure what they can get. If I if they can get Chris Paul, I definitely think they should go ahead and do it just because he showed that he could still do it this season. And, um, you know, Giannis never played with a really high-level distributor. Uh, so, yeah, I think that that's, that would be a good move for them. I think that Coach Bud, I, somebody needs to sit him down and have a conversation like, hey, you can't just keep doing what works for you in the regular season, in the playoffs. you got to change it up. You know, they're game planning yeah, for no. you now. That you got to change it up, Coach Bud. You, I don't know how they get through to him, but you can't just keep doing what you're doing. You know, he's not. He's he's he kept Giannis's minutes the same. You know, he he only raised Chris Middleton's minutes once, like Giannis went out. So, yep, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they do. Uh, but we won't see him again until next season. So goodbye, Bucks. Um, good luck. I guess. Well, you know, I'm glad to hear that. Giannis already came out and said that he's not going to request a trade, and we don't have to listen to that all off season. I do want to see him with this Bucks team at least one more season. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I doubt Bud is back. I mean, I, I think Bud is pretty much a lock to get fired, in my opinion. Really? They, yeah, like, like I, I just they they clearly have have they took a step back this season. That's unacceptable. Um, and, and another thing I was going to say was just not to and and what we can move this into the Heat discussion, but. Both of us liked teams other than the Bucks to get out of the East, so I think you know our fears for this team were definitely realized. I'm I'm sitting on Celtics and Raptors to win the East. I know you're sitting on a 
Miami Heat to win the East ticket. Uh, mm-hmm. So we can we can move forward on that. But let's just acknowledge that that both of us faded the Bucks in that in that futures market, and it worked out for us so uh, so far. I agree, I, and it wasn't that wasn't such a hot take to fade the Bucks. A lot of people were fading the Bucks to come out of the East. Yeah. So yeah, certainly we were you know we weren't the only ones. So uh, everybody saw something. And I think it, you know, mainly stemmed from the Bucks' performance last season in the playoffs, uh, d- despite them being so dominant in the regular season. But all right, let's talk about this Miami Heat team. I uh, I love them. I f- I feel like Jimmy Butler totally alpha dogged Giannis uh, in in that series, and. I'm sitting on a ticket for Miami to come out of the East. Uh, I put five units at 10 to 1. Do I go ahead? Now, I know, we don't know. By the time you listen to this, we might they we might know that they're playing Boston in the uh in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh I think that Boston will be favored in that series. Uh what would you do if you're sitting on this ticket? Do you go ahead and start Thinking of ways to fit, uh, uh, to hedge, or do I just go all in, and let it ride? I think that I think that Boston, out of these three teams, and definitely don't want to jinx that either way. I think Boston looks like the best team. If, if it's Heat Raptors, I probably wouldn't hedge if I were you. I, I would probably let, let, let that ride out. The Heat would beat the Raptors, and they might be a slight dog. They probably would be a slight dog in that series. I think they'll be a they'll be a decently sized dog to the Celtics. I think the this market really likes the Celtics recently. Yeah. Um, so in that in that case, I would probably hedge because you'll get you'll get some plus money, um, and, and and you'll be able to walk away in a series that the Heat I think, you know, thirty thirty five percent of the time would would be the maximum I would see them winning against the Celtics. Um, but look, I mean, it, Jimmy Butler wasn't even the man in this in this game. Uh, they they got contributions from everywhere. Obviously, Bam Adebayo had a ridiculously good series. He looks yep. like he'll be a He'll be a tough matchup for either the Raptors or Celtics. Um, yeah, you know, with with everything he can do, and they both, you know, are not are not their strongest at the big man position. Although Tice has been great, but you know, between uh, I Hero think Bam and, and can, Jake, I think Bam sorry. can shut Tice down. Because like, yeah, 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 Tice, yeah. I, I'm, Tice I'm is, saying more though. I think I think Tice could shut down Bam a little bit too, um, potentially in terms of his scoring. But I, I would still obviously love Bam in that matchup. Uh, but if their role players just played so well, Jay Crowder four of nine from three, Dragic yeah. seven of fifteen, Tyler Hero obviously you mentioned was plus twenty three in thirty seven minutes tonight. So Spolster really trusting him, um, you know. So this team really came together in this Buck series, and they're they're maxing out their ceiling right now. I had said going into that Buck series that I thought the Heat were just a solid A minus, B plus A minus, a solid pretty good team that the Bucks we're going to struggle with because they have that high floor, but the heat have definitely elevated what they do and, and they're, they're playing better than the five seed in the East that they were. Okay. Now for another quick break for a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Uh, as we said, man, football is finally back. And I know that you guys have been playing a lot of DraftKings lineups in the NBA, but you can really double down on your DraftKings action with football. Now, DraftKings is giving new users a free shot at a $1 million top prize with a total of $3 million up for grabs in this Thursday night football contest. So make sure to go to DraftKings, download the app, use promo code SGP, 
and receive a free shot at a $1 million prize with your first deposit. Again, download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP. And you know our friends from BetQL. I mention them all the time. You need to download the BetQL app now. It's the only app you need to make smart bets this season. Maybe you're a big basketball fan. That's why you're listening to this. But maybe you want to get into betting some NFL, too. BetQL can help you with that with their best bets algorithm. They have thousands of dollar points. Give you a best bet recommendation for every single game. If you happen to live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can also claim exclusive offers from sports bets. Okay, so make sure to go to betql.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. It is time for you to bust out of that mold that you've been living in. That nine to five BS. Be your own bookie, and Ace for Head can help you start your own sportsbook. They provide you with an all-inclusive betting site. The lines updated to the second, and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support, going twenty-four-seven. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Go to aceperhead.com/sgp. That's aceperhead.com/sgp, and get up to six weeks free. With the Celtics, I still think Kemba's that guy for them. I've been begging that horn all playoffs that they need to get Kemba more, and they're at their best when he's their kind of alpha dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, w- I would like, I would love to see that matchup between him and Jimmy, just two really grizzled vets who are finally getting their chance to compete for a ring. But the other thing that's funny from a larger perspective is I remember when the, we were first, like you know, back in March, April, when we were first talking about the bubble, everyone was like. Oh yeah, like the bubble atmosphere is going to favor like these weird teams like the Heat and the Rockets and the Celtics. And it's actually that actually kind of came true. And <laughs> yeah. I was I was downplaying that at that point. I was like, "Oh yeah, I still like the favorites and we still do have the Lakers and Clippers alive who were the favorites. They still they still look like the favorites, but you know, it there it, there definitely has been something to the bubble. Um, According to the odds, they're still the favorites. Yeah, according to the, and I think according to the eye test, I, I would still make them favorites too. Um, but there has been something in the bubble where where the Heat, the, the the Heat, you know, this they thrived in this environment. They had a complete mental edge over the Bucks in this series, and to be able to get that done in five, I mean, they would not have been able to. I, I just think this series would have been so different if there was home court. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't see Miami going and dogging Milwaukee on their home floor, but when you're in the bubble, you know, you're you're kind of out there on your own, and you gotta. You got to bring your own guts, and the Heat did that a much better job of that than the Bucks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, two more things, and then we'll get out of here. Just wanted to uh, Papa Thomas had uh, dropped this in our NBA Slack. Uh, the updated odds: we've got Clippers plus one eighty, Lakers plus two twenty, Heat plus three fifty, Raptor or Celtics plus five hundred and Raptors at sixteen to one to win the championship. Uh really happy that we both got the Clippers at plus three hundred before the bubble. Um I said that I also wouldn't kick uh plus three fifty and plus five hundred for the Heat and Celtics out of bed. Uh where are you sitting with that? Yeah, I mean obviously I remember from the sharp off that we have going for the whole tournament for the whole bubble, I have the championship tickets on the Lakers and the Clippers and Looks like I have good value on both those right now. So I would just ride out with those. I still think the, I think 50% of the time or greater, and let me know what you think of this. I think more than 50% of the time, if you run through this, one of the LA team w- wins the title. 
What are, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I agree. I think um, I still think it's going to be the Clippers overall, but uh, you're right to say I think it's it's probably like 65% that one of the L.A. teams would, would win this if I played 100 times. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk to you about, what do you, how do you feel as the our resident Duncan Robinson expert, how do you feel about Tyler Hero closing out games instead of your boy Dunk? I, I was going to bring that up, and then I decided against it because it's because it hurts me so much on a, on a deep <laughs> emotional level. <laughs> um, I'm joking. I mean, look, I think the thing for Duncan is and he definitely struggled last night, only played 14 minutes. He was in foul trouble, four fouls, and I thought it was a little bit too physical of a game for him. Um, and, and Tyler Hero, I mean, he he's become he's playing like a reliable veteran role player. I mean, yeah, he's at, got at swagger. Career. He has total swagger in that fourth quarter. He has total swagger that he had a couple just silky, silky uh, finishes around the left side of the basket. He's so good. Um, the, the thing for Duncan, I think his career was always kind of going to go this way. I mean, he's definitely more of a regular season player than a, than a postseason player just because he gets picked apart. You know, from a physicality perspective, especially and people try to isolate against him, it's a lot more work than in a regular season game where he just he gets wide open looks and he's not being chased around. So my my whole thing for Duncan is I really just want him to capture his earnings potential. So I want him to just get a, I want him to get a deal while he's still at this age. Um, and so obviously, oh, I, I think, think he's he, already done that. I, I hope he has. I mean, he he has to he he I don't, he's not a free agent this year. I think he'll be with the Heat again on a minimum deal next year because they had a team-friendly deal, you know, because of they gave him an opportunity, I mean, on their G League team. He obviously has earned it, but I, I do think he he's still a year away. And so, like, to kind of get exposed in the playoffs is tough, but he'll have another regular season to remind everyone, I guess, next year if he comes I mean, out and shoots 45% again. He hasn't been dog shit in this playoffs, though. I mean, he's, he hasn't, he hasn't, been, hasn't dog been as shit. good as he was in the regular season, but... You know, he's still had his games. He hasn't been dog shit, but he's moved down the hierarchy of importance for the Heat, I would say. You know, I think, like, Crowder has definitely been absolutely huge for them. Drogic has really stepped up. You know, bam. I I, I would put Duncan in the category with, like, Olenek, Iguodala, Tyler Hero more than I would with the rest of their starters. Oh, I think Hero's probably moved up again ahead of Hero. Oh, Hero's obviously moved up from a prospect perspective, but in terms of, like, in the playoffs, you're like 20, 25 minutes a night, and like it's not guaranteed that you're going to play well and finish the game. Yeah. Okay. I, I know I said that was the last question, but this will be the last question. If you had one player's stroke, three-point stroke, Heroes or Duncan's, was who would you pick? Uh, I mean, I think Tyler's is prettier, but I think Duncan's a better shooter. Uh, Tyler's is so pretty. I, Tyler, I, No, just... Tyler's is so pretty, but I think Duncan's a better shooter. I I love how he he jumps and he 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 releases like right at the top of his uh his arc. Like I I think he makes him harder to defend, but uh, I, I'm talking about hero. That is, it just it's so smooth. And there's something about Duncan Robinson. I, he shoots it fast, but you just barely notice it. I mean, suddenly it just goes in. But like it's yeah. never you're never like holy shit, look at that shot. But I feel like every one of Hero's shots, I'm like, whoa, that was you know that shot was awesome. Yeah, and Hero is sneaky bouncy. I mean, he like you yeah. said, he elevates on his jumper. The thing with Duncan is, Duncan has his shot, and I've been obviously I'm a you know big Michigan fan. I've, I've been watching Duncan play for the last you know f- 
six, seven years, and his jumper has changed so much as he's he's really become this like specifically honed nuclear weapon where all he does is hunt threes and try to get them off as quickly as possible. So he's eliminated so much of the, you know, I, w- I don't want to call it rhythm, but the excess movement in his jumper, all he's about is just getting into the shooter's pocket as quick as possible and firing it off. And that's kind of what's made him such a big weapon off the move in, in, in the NBA. But Tyler is still just absolutely silky jumper. No surprise that he's from the Midwest, uh, you know, Wisconsin kid. So I obviously, you know, have a ton of respect for high school coaches that in that area of the country. And and he is, has a pretty, pretty shooting shot. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that has been our podcast for today. Again, we only have one game tomorrow. I I don't know how we ended up uh, making this over a half hour, but you know, Hey, we had a lot to talk about. So, um, very excited uh, for the playoffs moving forward. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We're coming at you every day with our picks, uh, at least every week weekday. Uh, so Zach and I will be back tomorrow to preview Friday's games. And, um, yeah, good luck with everybody's bets tonight. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm